Yes, we're back. I don't have the soundboard, but I feel like we should give this dude a freaking standing ovation. He's back in the fold. It's your boy, fam of the pod, Jay Devlin. What's going on, Jay? Ed, it's great to be back. Uh, it's been a while, and I've missed you, but I went to India. I met with the Dalai Lama. I met with the <laughs> spiritual Sherpa. I felt like my. Can you explain my, my what the hell happened to a gentleman last week? That's what I want to know. What's going on in India? Well, I'm working on like my overall cinema draft game was lacking with all the new talent that you brought into the fold to the stables, and oh, you know, the, the, the ring there. balls and the 24 sevens and all these great players. I felt like I had to regroup, I had to focus, and then come back hard uh, at the end of a summer where nobody's going to the movies and dominate <laughs> this week. Well, you know, we're so excited to have you back. I didn't even introduce myself. It's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, back with, with you know, OG of the website, you know, from day one, my boy, my friend, Jay Devlin, basketball player extraordinaire, bartender extraordinaire, sports enthusiast, DFS enthusiast, and Cinema Draft OG. First winner of the feature presentation in the history Yo, is of the game. That- that, that might, I think you're right. Wow. That, that is a fact. And I, 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 that's the top of my resume, Eduardo. Don't take that. You can't take that from me. Never take that <laughs> yes. away. Yes. What's going we, on? Let's chop this up, brother. Let's do uh, it. Let's, let's jump right into it. Oh, but before we do, uh, I'm a little bleary eyed. I was up till five in the morning watching the first four episodes of Narcos. Season three, it's back. Yeah. We missed it. Um, we haven't missed, you know, we haven't missed is Pablo Escobar. I mean, while Wagner Mora was great, we don't even miss that dude because now it's the Cali Cartel. All about the Cali Cartel. It's great. It's a, it's a it's a four headed monster at this point. So many great characters. Four you know unique personalities. Gilberto Ariela, I can't even say his name. Gilberto, the the the, the gay dude, um, Don Don Pacho. I mean, just really interesting personalities. They're all tracking down. And of course, our boy, uh, aka um, the was the the Viper of Dorn, Pedro Pascal. He's back. I'm impressed, back. man. I'm impressed they've been able to keep this going. It felt like a one-season show. It felt like Prison Break to me. It was like, <laughs> all right, I loved the show Prison Break. But, like, once yes. you break out of the prison, you can't have a show called Prison Break anymore. Yet they still did eight seasons somehow. Yeah, well, yeah, it, 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 got, it got a little tired. The reboot was interesting. But, the, you know, the, as far as uh, season three of Narcos goes, I'm, I'm loving it. It's, it's impressive. It's good, uh, right? Okay, I'm going to jump it, in it, on it's, it. It's good. I mean, I... Laura, I mean, if I didn't, if I knew we didn't have to do this podcast morning, I probably would have watched the entire thing straight through and and still be watching right now. But I had to force myself to go to bed, which is great because I wanted to get up with my boy. Want to look at these call sheets? Damn it! Let's jump into the feature presentation. Let's see what people are talking about. And you know what? Since it's been so long since we've heard the dulcet tones of Jay Devlin, yeah. let's get into your let's get into your your call sheet first. All right, let's let's jump into your call sheet. Um, Top of the list. There, there it is. There it is. Top of the list. First one in the box. So tell us about your call sheet. What's going on here? It felt like an easy week to me, and I'm not going to lie. On the group chat, people were talking about, uh, you know, it was a tough week. Nobody's going to the movies. Everything's kind of the same. I made my call sheet in five minutes with five minutes of research. It's all about <laughs> platforms. When a platform is going to be a top six, top seven movie for the week, you got to stack it up. It's always my first rule of cinema draft. Stack them up, boys. Platform movie. <laughs> Also, you know I love the foreign flicks, Ed. I love them. Indian movies, Mexican movies, you name it. Icelandic movies, it doesn't matter. Give me the yes. foreign films. This movie is going to crush. If you don't have seven hombres, you're drawing dead. I got seven of them. I got a shot. 
Yes, if there are eight, he would have eight. It is a max stack. There are only seven actors uh, available for Hazlo Como Hombre. He has a max stack of seven, uh, the headliner stack of Hitman's Bodyguard, and a headliner from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So it's explain to me your, your thinking behind that. Because I was, I was eyeing that closely. I, have, I think m most of your top players are going to have this construction. I also, I just kind of looked at the... the the uh the you know the estimates this week and it seemed pretty straightforward as far as like you just got to go all in on, on Hoblo because even if it only does half of its projection it's it's gonna crush at its at its platform release type. Yeah, I, I just I mean obviously we we talked about that. You got to have that max, and it's where you fill in the other movies. Bodyguard's probably gonna be number one again. You got to have those two headliners, and then what are you gonna do with your limited release? A lot of options. You love Girls Trip. I don't know Close Encounters nostalgic it's a, it feels like a weird movie weekend so it like weird things happen on these holiday weekends so you, you reboot a movie that is very near and dear to the hearts of people in their late 40s early 50s and they gotta take you want, that, you want to talk about weird too like uh, i heard that cars you know came out of almost nowhere to uh, up tw to add to added 2200 screens who does that it's all the way out the theaters i noticed that on the old box office mojo and uh <laughs> that wasn't even an option though i believe i scrolled through all 20 pages well no no because i thought it was dead and gone like it, i thought it, it whittled away to almost nothing in platform release and here it comes back from the dead here comes cars three so so yeah it's very very strange weekend it is it usually, yeah, there it is. Cars 3, 2,445 screens, bananas. Because uh, usually this is historically and consistently the worst weekend for the, for the movie industry in the entire year. So we're going to see some very flat pricing. You're going to see a bunch of movies around the maybe 6 million mark for, for the, the Friday through Sunday frame, which is all we're doing this week. So, yeah, just keep your expectations Mod, uh, modulated. <laughs> usually, usually these are the weekends that I love playing this game. If it wasn't for the uh, the Ombre movie, I think yeah. it would have been a lot of fun because you would have had so many different varieties of call sheets because all the movies are so closely grouped together as far as projections. But the, the Ombre movie is just like, because it's platform, because it's going to do about 3 million, even if it does 1.5 million, you just have to have it. So it became like a three movie call sheet kind of week. And, yeah, and, and I, as I was, I was saying to my to the to the draft mom, my mother Claudette Jackson, that uh, uh, earlier yesterday, that it seemed like as far as replacement value goes, and I'm very big on that idea these days. Basically, what is the best available actor of a movie that's available, uh, you know, for any any additional spot? And here it seems like the replacement value of an actor is going to be at least. At minimum, six points because of Hitman's Bodyguard, six or seven points. So anything that gets you seven or more points, you, you, have, to, you have to get it on your call sheet. And here, if like you said, if Hazel Kamohambre gets you know, even you know, 1.5 million, 2 million, that, you're looking at 20 points, 20 whopping points of platform release. Got to do it. Yeah, it's going it's, it's gonna to be good. It's an interesting week. Like I said, I like when there's like a lot of different movies in play. And once Ombre kind of squeaks out, you know, we'll have more movies in play in the, in the coming weeks, you know? So, but these weeks you see it come up all the time. Well, not all the time, but enough that a platform movie, if a platform movie is going to do well, you have to stack it. Platform you, movies you are the game out. changers. Those movies and Marvel movies are, yes. the, are, the, are the, <laughs> the most important movies in this game. Always. 
Yes, and and I and with anticipation that Haslam might do a little something. I did price it up from min price. To, I think sixty two hundred are your headliners, and then sixty six thousand uh, is the is your uh, rock bottom price for an actor in that movie. This is my call sheet, and the only differentiation similar construction seven hombres. Uh, headliner stack hitman's bodyguard and then I did believe in girl strip mostly because in looking at the projections from uh, from box office pro I didn't see anything that jumped out at me from a limited release category except for girl strip this is this is based off of like the three-day holiday weekend per se the four-day holiday weekend so even if it does about two million ish you know 1.8 ish you're only gonna get about three or four points with the headliner bonus you're up to about six points and there you've met Placement value. So yeah, so that that's basically how I was thinking. Um, and we'll take a. You know, I'm you probably won't need to look at too many other people from the group chat because we're all of a hive mind when we're really on something. But let's take a look at say let's take, take a look at ring balls. He probably has a similar construction. I'm I sure. I think we had the Tim and I had the same exact call sheet. Oh, there you go. Yeah, same yeah. call sheet. Close encounters. Uh, and I, I think uh, the differentiation from our group chat members. I think uh, Gamble twenty four seven went in on was it Tulip Fever. No, no, he had, okay, he had he had the same call sheet too. Okay, I, I think he said he had two of fever on like uh, on the very interesting that those two guys picked Terry Gar as their headliner, and I picked Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> well, so much money left over. We have like like twenty thousand, twenty five thousand left over. You might as well get the pretty one. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus is a way better actor than Terry Gar. I just have extra <laughs> bonus points. That's that's horrible. Uh, well, you know, let's take a look at. Let's get outside the group chat for a second. So let's take a look at our returning champion, Drew.Zod, and see if he cut onto the early wave. Nope. Okay, so Correct. no, so he went <laughs> so he went with a four-pack of Hitman's Bodyguard, uh, headliner stack Annabelle Creation. And this is where it's gonna go off the rails. Like these kind of keeps him in the game a little bit, kind of. I mean, no, you're gonna, no, 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 he's gonna get crushed. All right, I'm back on the show, Ed. I call it how <laughs> I see it. All right, this this call is not fantastic. It's not top ten. Um, here's the problem: people no, people new to the game really feel the need to have to spend all of their money, mm. and and they get uncomfortable when they have a lot of money left over. The longer sure. you play the game, the more you understand. It's just, hey, I'm just trying to accumulate points. That's all I care about is accumulating points. So right here, I mean, this was a, a week where you had to have like over $20,000 left over on your budget. You just had to. And I think well, maybe and I, he got, he I got think uncomfortable a, with that. Well, I think that's, that's a strong point. But also, it, well, I think the strongest point out of that is that is know your week. Most weeks where you have like, you know, a big opener or really expensive, you know, actors in these you know, new movies, then, then yes, you, you, you probably want to spend more of your budget. But this is the type of week where, you know, I think the highest – you know, paid actor, highest salaried actor was 12,600, Samuel L. Jackson. So you're going to have money left over. You just have to look at what's getting replacement value, expectation, figuring out what the, what the real hits are going to be per, mm -hmm. uh, per release type. And once, once I found, you know, Hoslow, I saw, I saw that outrageous, that outrageous um, estimate for uh, 3 million on basically 382 screens. I was all in. So yeah. So I, I think it, knowing your week and this week, you know, we all knew in the group chat, once again, it's free, everybody. Join the group chat. It's fun. It's free. We're giving away. We're giving away strategy and game for free up in there. But once I figured out that it, you just have like a ton left over, I was very indiscriminate with, with my choice. I'm like, I'm just gonna get what I want, and I want a lot of Hoslow. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward this week. So yeah, cool yeah. to see new people coming to the game. Cool to see a new guy come in the game and win, especially against like all the sharks swimming in the well, cinema draft waters. So 
Well, you know, I, I will say this: Drew Dodzad's been around for for a couple months, maybe even a few months. He's and he's you know worked his way on on the on the margins. He's been better like the last you know uh, three to four weeks. And I I just think it was the podcast bounce. So I think he you know being a uh, guest in the hour long last week, he mm-hmm. had a little confidence. We walked through a mock call sheet, and he just went out there and crushed it. So shout had out to w- him. Had way to take credit for him doing well. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Only child syndrome. Guilty as charged. Uh, let's take a look at uh, one. Of, you know, let's take a look at excellent because his streak, may it rest in peace, recently broken, 19 straight weeks, a legend. But, you know, tell you the truth, there's someone who's got like a 15-week winning streak behind him, so we'll keep an eye on that as well. And this this is this I can get behind. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, go ahead and talk about this call sheet real quick. I mean, you know, the standard, it's, it's all about, we always talk about this. When I was on the show all the time back in the day, we'd talk about the margins. The game's won in the margins. It's won these little limited release movies. They might seem dumb and stupid and throwaways, but it's all about picking the right ones. So this week, it's coming down to who's picking the right limited release movie. We got A Birth of the Dragon here. We got You with Girls Trip. We got me and a couple other guys on The Close Encounters. Which of these limited movies is going to do well? So I like this. Uh, it took a shot. I don't know anything about this movie, but... Yeah, it's it's well. I was gonna complain in the in in a group chat that limited release is a dumpster fire this week because it kind of is. But you know, and once I saw that Girlship is is projected to be you know the height of the dumpster fire, I just had to kind of mm-hmm. go for it. Look at look at these estimated screens and release. Right? Um, was this actually this? Let me refresh this. This looks old. Okay, there we uh, No, I guess it's about right. Anyway, the, this is uh, the latest uh, version of the spreadsheet. This is what we did had at uh, screen at a theater lock. And basically, if you look at films that qualify for limited release, Birth of the Dragon, All Saints, things of that nature, I mean, those both opened last week and did terribly. You look at something, um, and then you look at, like, Girls, which has been out forever, and then you see this projection, you're like, huh. Not bad. Uh, 1,600 screens. I kind of did a quick, you know, oh, let's take a look at the, you know, me and my per screen average. I love a per theater average. I love it. I yes, love it. I love do. it. Yes, it's it's a it tends to be was it past performance can sometimes be an indicator of future performance. And just just looking at it, it's like okay, so Girl Trip did 1,300 last week. Even if it does a eh, thousand this week on 1,600 screens, you know, 1.6 million, three points. Headliner bonus, you know, four and a half points. Eh, screw it. I mean, you. It, but it really is a dumpster fire this week in limited release, and I thought that was the best of the worst. If the reason why I stayed away from Birth of the Dragon, even though it's a newer film, is that last week it was horrendous. It, what did it do? It did. Well, this is per screen average. I think it did only. There it is. One, two, two point seven million, sixteen hundred mm-hmm. per screen. That's that's pretty bad. But you know what? Now I think about it. If you go by strictly per screen average, this does like twelve hundred per screen. It's probably going to outgross Girl Strip. Damn it! What did I do? <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I just went on a journey with you. You were you were as you were slowly coming to an epiphany that oh my god, I think I might lose. You were feeling really good about ninety seconds ago. I and was ninety seconds later. You were completely in the dumps. <laughs> oh, that, that, that should be that should be a like like a, a pull quote. Cinema draft, the the game that takes an emotional journey. <laughs> oh my God, what did I do? This, excellent, you have an excellent shot of winning this week. What did I do? Damn, um, I am intrigued though by uh, by Close Encounters. I, I am. If we're going back to the whole per theater average thing, the thing that that, that worries me though, and and because I was looking, I was taking a close long look at uh, 
close encounters. But what, what worried me was that uh, I did see T2. With you know, it was uh, 3D last week. Very popular movie. Mm-hmm. They did, added a little bit of a gimmick. They had some minor press for advertising cameras out on social media saying weird and stupid shit. And so you know, it and, and it did it did well in platform. From release, but looking at this per screen average, you know, thinking, okay, Close Encounters was, was you know, a good movie, you know, or a great movie, whatever, back in its day, but it's like, you know, almost twice as old as T2. It's science fiction, it is Labor Day. I just figured that, all right, so even if it does something in this neighborhood, let's say it does, you know, 1200 per screen, it's only on 901 screens, and I still think it had enough juice to surpass a girl strip or, in this case, uh, a Birth of the Dragon. So that's why I kind of left it alone. I don't. I don't disagree with you on the T two thing. I mean, T two is a better movie, I think, than being Close Encounters. I mean, for me personally. That being mm-hmm. said, T two is on like TNT. You know, T <laughs> two right. is like on, has been on TV for fifteen years. Close Fair Encounters point. is still one of those movies that there's probably a lot of people that haven't seen it, especially twenty somethings people in the. Honestly, I haven't seen it. I mean, yeah, it came out when know. I was like three or something. So yeah. But, it, but it's one of those movies that everybody knows about. If somebody says Close Encounters, you're like, oh yeah, Richard Dreyfuss. Oh yeah, that's, that's that was a big movie. But wait, I, I've never seen it. So I personally was just banking on the mystery of it, like Curiosity people, factor. okay, people like under twenty five, looking for something to do this weekend, saying, oh wow, I've heard my parents talk about that movie. All right, I'll go see it. So I mean, that's that's kind of the whole thing with me. T two. We know what it is. I wouldn't pay money to go see T2. I know you did, but I've seen it six times. I, I had an agenda, and, I, and and in that weekend, you know, I was privileged to see Ingrid Goes West as well, wink, wink. And and so it was, it was a, it was a great day of the movies. <laughs> it was a great day of the movies, but yeah, <laughs> go see a movie or something. <laughs> go see a movie or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm not sure. see, and because this is interesting though, because. Unless they've like remastered it, or or I don't necessarily need it in 3D. Or, wow, look at this pl- product placement back in '77. Oh, code dude. right there. <laughs> uh, unless they like remastered something, like I'm not sure. I'm like hard pressed to go see it in the theater per se. But it'll be very interesting to see how it performs. It is going to come down to the limited release because uh, everyone's going to have a similar type of construction. Uh, I now hate my chances and love any Birth of the Dragon's chances. Um, I think you know our our uh, side bet in the in, in um, the the group chat, you know, is, is going to be it's either dead or or everyone's going to have like everyone's going to basically have to take their money back. <laughs> but it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be an interesting weekend. These are the weekends where I mean, for all we know, if, if Hoslow shits the bed, then, you know, someone with like a really outside strategy could swoop in and, and really kind of shock us a little bit like Drew Dodd did last weekend. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it all shakes out. I'm just glad you're back in the fold, brother. We've missed you, your your wit, your energy, your 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 analysis. Are you back? Hey, are you back for good? I'm back for good. You show me invite. And here was the problem. I'm also not an early riser. All right. Ah. So for anybody listening to this, it's like nine o'clock in the morning, West Coast time. I bartend on Thursday nights, so it's hard to hard to wake up sometimes for me. Uh, I really wasn't seeing a Sherpa or, or the Dalai Lama. I just like to sleep in. That's basically what's been going on. So I'm back. I'm ready to do this fall movie time we got you know great tv coming back we got great movies we got great sports football season best time of year yeah we got the cinema draft football league that started up this year which is fantastic you've built yes everyone go everyone root for for cultural cul-de-sac i will be tweeting vigorously about this i'll be talking copious amounts of shit in the group chat so join just to watch me talk my talk my talk 
It's great. I love this time of year. I love it. I love it. It's, it's a testament to the incredible community that you've built. You put a lot of hard work into this, man, and we're all uh, like very appreciative for it. We love Cinema Draft. Love all the guys in the chat. So let's just keep this thing rolling, brother. I love it. Appreciate you. Over eleven thousand paid. Over eleven thousand dollars paid out in a free game. Free what are you money. waiting for? Tell all your friends. Y'all know what to do. Cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Follow us on all of our social media. Subscribe, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever you get your great podcasts. Jay, plug your ish. Uh, I do a, a radio show called Mostly Sports every Monday live, yes, 12 to 2, on iHeartRadio and UBN Radio. It's a good time. Facebook Live as well. And yes. Facebook Live. Just throw Mostly Sports in the Google machine. You'll find all the info. You can find me doing some broadcasting work for Amateur Sports Broadcasting Network. So, just keep your ears out and, uh, and you know, give us a listen. I think you'll like it. Excellent. Excellent. Well, it sounds like we're about to, you know, now that once we get through the worst movie weekend of the year, we'll be back full gear. Some exciting movies coming out next week and actually throughout the month of September. I'm glad to have you guys back. Uh, and let's just do this. And, you know, it's Labor Day weekend. It's a long weekend. You've got plenty of time. There's no excuses. Why don't you go see a movie or something?